Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence. Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. And welcome to... Moderate Turbulence. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele. And Roxy's sitting up on your lap right now. Hi, Roxy. Oh, she's giving me tilty head. That's kind of cute. If you're new, Roxy is our palm. Yes. Our, our rescue palm. Our adopted rescue palm. Our foster fail. Yeah. And she... I'd say 99% of the time is with us while we record the podcast. Yep. Yep. Since like June when we got her, I think she's been with us for every podcast. Possibly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if we're upstairs, she can go in her bed or whatever. Yeah. But we're we're downstairs in the podcast room right now. So, so, so yeah. How are you? I'm a little tired. (laughs) You're a little tired. We have completely opposite schedules right now, Jeremy and I. So yeah. I got up at 5.30 just as Jeremy was coming home from work. Yep. And, and then, then he slept during my entire work shift. And now we spend a couple hours together before he goes back to work. Yep. And unfortunately, we realized that the next couple days, we we're not even going to see each other. other. We're completely opposite. When I'm When I finally wake up, she'll be at work. And then when I go to work... Uh, like when you come home, I'll be gone to work like for the next two days. So yeah. So the next I'll see you. I mean, we see each other briefly, obviously when we come home and you come to bed, but obviously that's, it's not time spent together. Yeah. So the next time we see each other is on Thursday and it's currently Monday and we live together. So that's kind of weird <laughs> Yeah. to say, but I mean, such is life. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I was saying when we were talking about this earlier, I was saying like, when we were flying, some days we would be gone for four days. So we would literally go four days without seeing each other. I mean, we'd still talk on the phone and FaceTime and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, but I mean, yeah. it's it's different when you live together. And it's also flying is such a different schedule and lifestyle. Like when we're off work together at home, it's not more special, but in a way, because like, let's say, like you said, we haven't seen each other in four days. Yeah. And then we both have a day off together at home. Yeah. So we take advantage. We make the most of it. Go yeah. to the mountains, do and whatever. Like, yeah. And we're off together. So it's our days off. We relax. We do stuff. Right now, it's like, I have to go to sleep. You have to go to sleep at different times. Yeah. We have to do our regular day-to-day life fit in the podcast recordings and, yeah, yeah. you know, fit everything in while trying to spend time together. Yeah, true. Anyways, that was a really long-winded intro. Yeah. Well, so our <laughs> last episode, we uh, we did the full episode on the 737 Max, uh, and we talked a little bit about the history of the 37. Um, but uh, in this episode, it was actually your idea where we just sort of catch up on some aviation news. And the first piece of news that sort of came up, which I read while on break at work last night, was that American Airlines is starting up their 737 MAX flying again next month. They're they're fully ready to go, I guess. Yeah, which is such a coincidence that we you just did, did the that 737 episode, yeah. and now that came out. So we kind of needed to, you know, do a follow-up, talk about that because that's some big news because as we mentioned on our po- on the last episode, they have been grounded for over a year and a half, yep. getting close to two years. Yep. So that's quite some big aviation news that they're coming back. So the first people that are putting it back on the line, you know, a lot of other airlines will follow. Yeah. That's just how it goes. You know, people will 
see how uh, the public is responding to them, how the crews are, are coming along with them. So in the midst of a pandemic, like we said, any cost cutting measures, you know, if you have planes that are more efficient than the old planes that we have. It's probably better to have the efficient planes. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting as well, just sort of the timing of that announcement. Um, a lot of people are saying they kind of snuck it in there. Like, oh, and by the way, we're going to fly our 737 Maxes. Like everyone else is paying attention to the US election and, you know, still talking about the COVID-19 pandemic and and they're like, oh, by the way, you know, so it's kind of like, is it kind of sneaky that they're just kind of throwing it in there with all this other news going on? What do well, you think? I mean, as, as we mentioned last week, it's, it's a big question mark on how the people will react to the 737 being back in the air again. Yeah. You know? How are people going to react? We don't really know. Nobody really knows. I mean, we we're hoping, but we don't know. I mean, I'm sure the airlines are all hoping that, and especially Boeing. Well, Boeing's not an airline, but you know what I mean. Um, that once you know, there's the stamp of approval. It's fixed. It's it's airworthy again. So they're they're safe. They're okay to fly. Yep. Everybody's hoping that the public will be you know really responded to that and want to go on them, but. You know, like I would also maybe be like, oh, yeah, we're starting the 737. Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe I, especially they're the first ones. I, I think that's, they're the first ones coming back, right? Well, they're, they're like the test dummies, right? Yeah. The... So like if anything goes wrong, like people are just going to be like, yeah, that's why we didn't do it first. Yeah. But, but it's interesting because I think now we've really identified the, the big error with the 737 and that was the MCAS and they've done a, a complete overhaul of the MCAS. And now the pilots will be knowing what to look for if there is a fault, you know, and they'll obviously have some training to counteract that if that same fault occurs. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. What gets me, though, and like when doing the research on the last episode is how shortly after takeoff that that happened. Uh, and I was I was even talking to my dad about it. And we're like, basically, you know, the MCAS, it just it forces the nose down. And when you don't have that much altitude to play with. That's where we had those tragic losses. So it'll be interesting to see if, well, when it does return to service. I mean, I know they're probably not flying at capacity right now, American, just like every airline in the world, because we're all dealing with COVID. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if people are willingly just going to hop on board. Yeah, exactly. Um, So stay tuned for her. A further update once they are actually flying and people... Have I had a chance to experience the new and improved 737 Max? So we'll see. What other news do we have? Well, it's not new news, but it's relevant to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we've mentioned a few times that we live in Calgary and are, we have an airport here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, not every city has an airport. No, no, it's true. But it, like, yeah. <laughs> But they're doing something unique at at our airport. Yeah, they announced, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago, maybe, that yeah. they were starting rapid testing for COVID-19 at the Calgary International Airport, which is great news because that means that once people arrive from an international destination into the Calgary airport, yep. they get tested for COVID, which c- can cut down on their quarantine time at home once they return. Yeah. 
you know, so meaning, you know, you want to take a vacation, but you don't have two vacation slots to take because you need your vacation time and, and then your quarantine day time. Quarantine time, yeah, You for know, sure. so if you rapid test and then you test negative, then you could be quarantining at home for as little as what? A couple days. I, two, I think it's three Two days. to four days, something like that. Yeah. Which is amazing. I mean, that's, you know, your jet lag. <laughs> there yeah. you go. On, I'm just on the Calgary International Airport website and it says... Uh, we'll be able to voluntarily get a free COVID-19 test upon arrival in Canada at the airport. This will allow them to quarantine for less time provided they test negative for COVID-19 and if they commit to following specific public health and testing measures. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if you have COVID, then then you still have to quarantine. But essentially, yeah, you can get tested right away and you don't have to like precautionarily I don't even know if that's a word. I like it. (laughs) You know, stay at home for 14 days, which is great because it's just another door opening up for the aviation industry. It's our airport. So we're hoping that maybe they'll, you know, want us to go back to work here in in Calgary. Hopefully, maybe that's what that means. I mean, we're crossing our fingers. So it's exciting news. I mean, obviously nothing's moving yet, but everything seems to be moving in the right direction. Yeah. So. And, I, and I think Calgary sort of like the test uh, airport for this. And if successful, it'll start expanding to more airports and hopefully it'll cut down on that whole, hey, you're coming home from wherever, 14 days automatic. So, yeah. you know, we'll sort of cut down on that. And, you know, again, it'll get people tested quicker and so if you do have COVID, you'll know that you have to stay home for a good reason. Yeah, exactly. Or that the little sniffles or the sore throat that you have or whatever is more than just the common cold. Like yeah. this time it means COVID. Okay. You know? Well, and like I had that scare a couple of weeks ago where, you know, I woke up and I was like, oh, I've got X amount of symptoms. Immediately booked the test. Everything was good. And uh, went, got tested a few days later, got the negative results. But it just goes to show that the common cold is still out there you know people will still get yeah the sniffles people still have a cough that isn't covid well it's it just makes everything harder because yeah. it's cold and flu season on yeah. top of a global Change pandemic seasons, yeah. that has the same symptoms as the common cold yeah anyways we don't have to go around everybody knows about covid but we just <laughs> what wanted is to this covid you're talking about <laughs> We just wanted to touch on that. And then there's also the fact that a lot of, uh, well, several airlines in Canada, yeah, uh, you know, so our, our local airlines um, have started up flights again, have started up service again to certain like destinations. You, you had mentioned before when we were talking, it's, it's the leisure airlines that are starting up again, which means obviously there's some passengers that are looking for leisure travel in some way, shape or form, which is good you know that means the travel industry it's slowly happening that where it's picking up yeah and in canada in the winter months mostly that means that people are going down south Mm -hmm. so the caribbean mexico hot um, sun destinations yeah exactly so that's not a those aren't business people those are families couples people going on vacation you know to have a little getaway so yeah, that's promising that, you know, those airlines are starting up, those destinations are opening up. So everything is a little, little light at the end of the tunnel. It's widening and it's, it's nice. Yeah. 
the last thing that we sort of wanted to touch on for aviation news is, okay, so there's been a big push uh, for the Canadian government to help the airlines in Canada. And a lot of that has to do with um, other governments helping out their own respective countries' airlines. And a lot of them, I think Germany has has uh, kicked in the most and, and really supported their airlines, um, followed by almost every other country, the US included. I think the US has put about $25 billion into the aviation industry. Uh, and Canada hasn't done anything. And actually, it was in the last 24 hours that uh, uh, a bulletin came out from Ottawa saying federal support for airline industry is contingent on refunding customers. So they're like, we'll help you, but you have to refund all the customers first that had canceled flights for COVID or couldn't take their flights from COVID and stuff. That's so crazy. Yeah. We'll help you, but you help them first. It's like, okay, but you know, the airlines need help, you know, guess what? Airlines aren't making money right now. Yeah. And like at the beginning of COVID, I remember the government saying that giving a travel voucher in exchange for the flights that were canceled was enough. Yeah. So all the airlines were doing that, but now... Why do we need to give a refund now? Well, yeah, now the story's changed a little, saying you need to give a refund, not just a future travel voucher. Yeah, I mean, we're in the airline, so obviously we're like, the airline doesn't need to refund. Yeah. As a consumer, I can understand 100% how frustrating that would be. Your vacation that you've dreamt of, you've planned the whole year, you've planned years ahead, you've planned however long ahead, you've saved your money, and now everything went to crap because of covid and now you don't get your money back yeah you get a travel voucher but if you know you're a busy person or that was your life savings or whatever or or maybe like covid's crippled you financially as well like a lot of people were out of jobs for a long time and dependent on like you know serb and unemployment which for a lot of people that's not what they're used to in their day-to-day salary right so it's like you know maybe you can't afford to take that vacation anymore and so a travel voucher isn't really well, yeah, that's Helping. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Their vacation time isn't available. Like, you know, let's say yeah. they're a busy lawyer, I don't know, a random job, a random, job. Okay. random job. And that was like the one week that you could go. And it's been the first week in three years that you were able to go. And now you couldn't go. So now you're like, well, I'm not going to be able to schedule my vacation for the next really long time so why would i even need a travel voucher yeah and with the fluctuation of prices with everything who knows what that travel voucher will get you you know what if you got a super great deal now this travel voucher is not even you know worth half of what you um were were purchasing you know let's say you bought a 500 hundred dollar ticket to go to europe and in a year or two years, that $500 wouldn't even buy you half of a ticket yeah. one way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, true. So obviously, it's super frustrating. But I mean, we're also out of jobs right now. So there's yeah. no way that I can endorse my airline or any airline in Canada <laughs> refunding every single ticket because then I know that I will be out of a job even longer because that means that my airline will not be able to hire me back. Well, yeah, it just it further cripples the airlines that are already in a kind of a desperate situation. Because, I mean, you, 
airlines work on a lot of projections like, oh, yeah, like this holiday season is projected to be a really good travel season, yada, yada, yada. You know, advanced seat sales are showing really high. And now all of that's gone. Like, you know, we've retired so many planes now uh, because you can't afford to keep them flying. Uh, and, you know, like you said, some of the planes that are flying are not the most fuel efficient, you know, waiting on the 737 MAX to come back. Um, and then even some of the more efficient ones, you can't fly because there's no one, there's no passengers to fill the plane. So like, it's just, yeah. it, it keeps getting worse and worse. Right. And so any little glimmer, like you said, those baby steps, that little, okay, couple leisure airlines, couple leisure travelers, we're doing what we can getting people from point A to point B, but it's, it's a struggle. And I, I don't envy the people sort of at the top of, uh, of the airlines, like, you know, making all the decisions because they have a lot of tough decisions to make. Definitely. Hmm. So we'll see how it goes. And uh, there's just some news that just happened. So we just wanted to share with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you find that p- petition online, is it still going? We might be able to share it with you. Well, I just read that the Alberta Premier supports the decision for federal funding for airlines. So that's good. And I think there's been over 100,000 signatures on on one of the p- petitions already. So that's yeah. good. So, you know, let's help out the airlines. And I know if you're listening to an aviation podcast, you p- most likely like to travel, yeah. whether you're in the airline industry or you're just a fan, you're pas- passionate about airplanes, the airline, whatever. Or maybe some of the incidents intrigue you. Who knows? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then you probably want to get on a plane as well as soon as possible and explore the world. So safely. <laughs> well, obviously. And so, yeah, support your, uh, your airline. If you're in Canada, support Canadian a- aviation, save it mm-hmm. because, you know, as much as there's a glimmer of hope, there's also everything pulling us down. And it's, some people have really, really pessimistic views of how it's going. And yeah. if you listen to, couple of those people once in a while it really kind of gets hard because people i mean quickly one some people think that it's going to take over five years to get everybody called back yep so knowing how junior i am that could mean that i could never get my job back possibly yeah you know if you if you talk to those people i'm hopeful that 2021 i will get my job back but there's really a big question mark. Nobody knows. Yeah. Well, when when they did the round of callbacks back in September, and I was like looking at the numbers, and I w- I'm like less than fifty numbers away from getting called back, and yet, you know, that was September. It's been three months. October. It's been two, two months. months since then, and I'm still waiting. Like, come on, call me back. But you know, we're doing what we can in the meantime. Yeah. Well. That was a nice little quick little aviation world update. Yep. Mostly. If you Canadian have anything based. else Yeah. If you have anything else to add, please don't hesitate to email us, moderate turbulence podcast at gmail.com. And we love to share your thoughts and views uh, on the next episode. So please email away. And uh, if you're out there and you are lucky enough to be flying, please be nice to your flight attendants. Because they might have to save your butt one day. All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Woof, woof. You have to say bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. 
We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram, at Mod Turbulence on Twitter, and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvi. Thank you.